Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Today's show is brought to you by Fandor. Sign up online or in the app for a free one-week trial. Just $4.99 a month for your all-access pass. Playing now on Fandor is... The Naked Kiss, a neo-noir melodrama film that follows a former prostitute who attempts to assimilate in suburbia after fleeing her pimp, but finds that the small town to which she has relocated is not as picturesque as she had believed. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Fandor Podcast. Hello, Chris Kelly. Uh, hello, Hooman. Hello, Bryn. Hey, Hooman. <laughs> we have a very special guest today. His name is David Corwin, and you might be wondering, who the heck is David Corwin? We were wondering the same thing. This guy is the president of the Metropolitan Theater Corporation and NATO. Who are you guys, David? What do you guys do? Oh, God, it's a loaded question these days. But uh, first off and closest to my heart is I run our fourth, our 98-year-old fourth-generation uh, family movie theater company. So um, that's Metropolitan Theaters. And then I'm actually vice president of NATO of uh, – uh, NATO of California, Nevada, which is a um, organization that really represents theater owners in uh, in those two states. And there's been no shortage of uh, of things to do over the last 15 months where we've been sort of battling this uh, this pandemic. Wait a minute. Hey, Chris, these guys seem like a really powerful organization to me. I think that they should be. I mean, <laughs> the, 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 there is that other NATO that's based in Brussels we're, that uh, right, we're the other NATO has, yeah. as, <laughs> as, as, as you know, weapons and everything like that. But, uh, yeah, it, it, it should be a very powerful group. And, and hopefully with everything opening up again, it, it, it will be. David. Thank you, Chris. Chris knows who you are. He's the only one. David. I can't see. Are you? (laughs) (laughs) Do you see people returning to theaters, or is there still major hesitancy? No, I think they already have. I mean, you know, I mean, first off, I think there's pent up demand to go to the theater and see something on a on a big screen. I mean, people, there's a lot of things people want to do. They haven't done much of the last, uh, you know, year and a half. But we finally have some content that'll drive people to theaters. I mean, forget everything else going on in the world. Unless we have movies, people want to see. Um, You know, they're not they're not going to come out, but you know, NATO's done some commissioned some regular surveying over the past several months. And as of this week, um, you know, 81, I think it's 81 uh, percent of people, you know, surveyed now say they're comfortable going to the theater and 85 percent um, say they feel it's a safe environment. So I think our industry's done a really good job of of showing people that it's a, you know, a good a good safe place to be, whether it's, you know, enhanced cleaning or, or contactless transactions um, you know, there's minimal transact, minimal interaction with staff and other um, other customers. So I don't think there's there's much hesitancy. It may vary by by market, but for the most part right now, it's just about content and getting stuff people want to see and get them into the theater. So Black Widow's the big uh, sort of uh, issue of the week. And uh, obviously it's it's being released on streaming at the same time. Um, how, how have you seen that um, uh, in, in the theaters? Well, look, I mean, Black Widow, certainly, you know, it's the biggest opening weekend growth since December 2019. So that's that's positive. I I don't think there's any question it would have grossed more if it weren't available simultaneously. 
um, you know, on, on Disney Plus. Um, but we really believe that there's going to soon be a return to traditional distribution windows. I mean, uh, you know, the, for the most part, the major companies have already, you know, made that public. And while the distribution windows may not be the, you know, the, the 90 days they, they were before, you know, and significantly less, I, I don't think there's going to be a lot of, um, you know, day and date streaming going forward. Um, I think it's, you know, everyone looks at it differently. I mean, Disney, the, the most significant thing of this past weekend was they reported their gross right. on, uh, on Disney Plus, which hadn't been done before. So I'm sure a lot of people a lot smarter than I am are sort of evaluating what that means. But there's no question that, you know, it would have done a lot more business in theaters if it weren't available at the same time. And to me, that's just a matter of, you know, convenience. I, I, I do think, like I said before, people are safe going to the movies. And um, but, you know, if you can sit there and put your kid on the couch at the same, you know, turn it on at the, right. something that's also available in theaters it's it's more convenient but there's fortunately those avid movie goers, goers i think really appreciate the get, immersive get experience yeah. in a theater that they can't get at home you know so uh the reason we're interviewing you david is because chris and myself and bryn we love movies we love movie theaters we want movie theaters to come back and we want to let the world know, please, like, go to movie theaters. Like, support filmmakers in the theaters. Don't just support them in streaming. Um, David, are you guys doing stuff with independent film more as a result of, you know, the reopening? Uh, that's honestly been a, a challenge. And I think a, a lot, you know, is impacted by sort of the the overall you know, financial models of how those films get made and then the, the need for those filmmakers to monetize that. I mean, there are a lot more ways now that, that those productions can be monetized outside of theaters, which I think in some respects is good for those filmmakers. But I think you have a lot of filmmakers that want their indie films. They're making them to be shown on a big screen in the theater. And and that's got to, you know, continue to evolve. I mean, clearly right now there's much more of a focus on um, the bigger budget tentpole films um, you know, we did some experimenting during the pandemic with making things available um, and sending links out where people could watch indie films um, that were available at the time. But, I, you know, nothing really got a lot of traction, to be honest with you. I mean, we want as much variety of film as possible in the theater to bring all kind, different kinds of people who are interested in different things. Um, but right now, the, the focus hasn't been there. And hopefully, as you know, everyone gets more confidence in the ability of movies to gross in theaters that you know, the breadth of types of product will, you know, will grow, which will include indie film. But uh, honestly, it's, there's not a lot of it right now for uh, to play in theaters. All right. We're going to end with this, David. Um, I want us to go around the horn. I want everyone to say either their best movie opening experience or the best movie premiere experience. I'm going to start. All right. In 2001, I was invited to the premiere of Pirates of the Caribbean oh, wow. at Disneyland when nice. the, it was one of the three or four times they entirely shut down the park for an event in their history. Ooh. And they shut down. The, they had the red carpet, which was a quarter of a mile long. And everyone and their mother was in attendance. <laughs> I must have done a hundred red carpet interviews that day from everyone you could possibly. I mean, I even interviewed Yao Ming. Oh, wow. Oh, I mean, wow. I'm like, what is he doing here? I mean, listen, if you're going to send your guy down the red carpet, I feel like they, they have to have some kind of a command of the language. Yeah. Right. Well, Yao, Yao, uh, Yao never did because he never had to. And, right. And, right. You know, the- so. Anyway, it was incredible. He's been like a little bit the last couple of days. I don't know if you want to go there. Oh, did I say something offensive? 
No, 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 I'm kidding. He oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. he destroyed Otani. How the face of baseball can't it, be it was, and, and he, yeah. oh, he, he took it, and he took it back fast, and he needed to. Um, oh, how so, funny! Yeah. Um, well, anyway, the the screening was incredible. We were out underneath the stars. The stadium seating, the screen was set up across one of the rivers inside of Disneyland. The whole cast was there. They came in on a pirate ship. Wow. I mean, it was unbelievable. <laughs> Like, people, you're never going to get that streaming in your house. You're never going to get that. Right you have that. to have movie theaters. I, I know nobody's is going to be as good as mine. Chris, <laughs> you want to go next so or Bryn? I, I, I actually can get close. So I went to, uh, because of some connections I had with the band Lincoln Park, uh, I went to the Transformers premiere in Westwood. Um, and uh, that was at one of the, you know, sort of, classic theaters there in Westwood in, in LA. And it was, you know, sort of an over the top, they had closed down the streets and uh, no, it was not, it was not like closing down Disneyland, but it was pretty nice. And, and there were some pretty funny, you know, Michael Bay interview moments as you see, saw him out on the red carpet and the Lincoln park guys, um, you know, had some, they brought their kids and it was, it was a lot of fun. It oh, that's awesome. Yep. All right, Bryn, here we go. I'll make mine quick because it's not nearly as cool as either of yours. But uh, <laughs> mine was crazy rich, rich Asians because, uh, one, I'm crazy and Asian. And <laughs> I, two, I want to be rich. Uh, and they were all – I hadn't seen that many Asian people in one place together watching a movie in Japantown, San Francisco. Oh, all wow. so happy. They were uh -huh. all, and the cast was there, of course, and Hooman was there. It's always with Hooman. Yeah. So that's my story. Well, I feel so like I John, well John Chu, the director, was is from Los Altos. Right. Um, yeah, exactly. And, you know, mm -hmm. His parents run the best – Chinese restaurant in Los Altos and and yeah I heard about that I, through mm -hmm. I've, I've ended up doing a lot in Asian American films sort of randomly with the, the a bunch of the early Facebook employees uh, Asian American Facebook employees backed John and a number of other uh, folks and so that that's a you know Crazy Rich Asians is a fun movie and, yeah it was and, a fun in movie. the heights he's got in the heights right uh -huh. now which uh, I also managed to watch the other night unfortunately streaming on my couch um, oh, but, but I finally did get to see it and it was and it was quite good <laughs> all right David the bar's high you better over deliver <laughs> I don't know. You know, interestingly, we're in the non-glamorous side of this business. So, I, you know, we're, we're dealing with, I'm dealing with like, uh, you know, kids with their first job and, you know, uh, selling popcorn and candy and, you know, hope these guys make this up. But I'll tell you my fondest memories. We own a really unique theater in Santa Barbara called the Arlington, which has uh, 2000 seats. And we do, we do live events as well as show movies. And it's, it's rare that there are movies these days that, you know, come close to filling the place. Um, but every time there's a Star Wars film, um, it's it's amazing that people dress up and the line around the block nice. and people who came to see the original when I was eight, um, who now come back with their kids. Um, you know, and to me, that's there's nothing like, you know, a packed house, especially 2000 seats, just the energy in there. And for those first couple of shows on the, the opening weekend, those films like no other to me really, you know always uh, be most memorable memorable to me. So no actors or famous people around, you know, just uh, diehard fans who are <laughs> you know, dressed, dressed up and guys. excited to be there. Mm -hmm. All right, everyone. His name is David Corwin. He is the vice president and president of Metropolitan <laughs> Theater Corporation and NATO. Something uh, like that. <laughs> any any final thoughts? Any any pearl of wisdom you want to say? Is, look, if I don't get it, it's, I'm living a day to day. But if there's any hesitancy, it seems like going to a movie theater, sitting in a big room with great ventilation, facing the same direction as everyone, and you're not interacting with anyone is a lot safer than other things people have been doing. Yeah, right, e eating inside, going to the grocery store. So I I don't get it, but. Um, I hope people come out, talk about it, have a good experience, keep coming. Mm -hmm. And Hoya Saxa is the last uh, thing I'll leave you with. Hoya Saxa. You know? 
What the Absolutely. heck does that mean? It's uh, what rocks. It's uh, it's the Georgetown. It's a it's a Georgetown. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. How does he know you went to Georgetown? I I mean I think he went to Georgetown too. Oh, that's what it sounds like, exactly. Right? That's yeah. the, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we did the same <laughs> oh, you guys were in Chris late another time. Off yep, we'll talk about exactly. Chris. Absolutely. <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna sign off, but we're really not gonna sign off. So don't hang up when I do the sign off. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in, Chris. Amazing job as usual. Thanks, David. Bryn, you killed it. Thank yeah. you, David. Wish you nothing Thank but you the guys. best. Awesome. All right, David. Get off the couch. Go to a movie theater, please. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Just a friendly reminder: sign up online or in the app for a free one-week trial. Playing now on Fandor is The Naked Kiss, a neo-noir melodrama film that follows a former prostitute who attempts to assimilate in suburbia after fleeing her pimp, but finds that the small town to which she has relocated is not as picturesque as she had believed. That's F-A-N-D-O-R, Fandor, the home for cinephiles. 